Welcome back, Cuzzies. Welcome back to another episode of the Coaster Cuzzies. So you're here with Coaster Bro and Theme Park Stud. So Coaster Bro, how are you doing this week? Uh, feeling older. Feeling a lot older. I just turned 31 on uh, Saturday. Yeah. So um, that's a little weird to say you're 31 years old. Yeah. Happy <laughs> birthday to Coaster Bro. Thank you so yes. much. Uh, we got to celebrate. Uh, you actually got the, got the Cuzzies together and... Um, we sat in a parking lot, social distance, drank a lot of White Claws, and uh, had some pizza. It was a pretty, pretty great day. My wife had some great surprises, got some new mugs for uh, coffee with Coaster Bro every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it was a great birthday. So you're still drinking some White Claws? Oh, no. I'm definitely uh, rehydrating today. So I'm sipping on water. Uh, how about you, man? I'm also sipping on some water, so nice. Yes, yeah, we're nice. staying hydrated out here. But my week's been good. Uh, yeah, your birthday was a lot of fun yesterday, hanging with the crew and whatnot. And uh, you know, it's been it was like a nice, cool week here in KC. So it's nice and cool. A little bit weird weather for August and whatnot. So it's like a hurricane somewhere messing things up. Is yeah, well, there's something that kind of went through, but I don't think anything ever came of it. But I know there's been some bands going out and probably messing up. Probably be on some rain all week. So meteorologist yeah. theme park stud wow hitting you with the knowledge never know <laughs> you guys might be wondering uh if you're watching the video um you might see some video clips that were you know coast from myself we're kind of sitting right next to each other doing this podcast in person so uh yeah. why is that Christopher? why are we in person right now well we just kind of committed to each other's germs and went to worlds of fun together Woo! um so <laughs> it was our first well your second theme park trip in 2020 you got one in before the coronas hit. Yes, I was in Orlando back in February or January, one of the two. Jealous I didn't go. Should have went. But, um, yeah, I didn't know if we were going to get it in, but we went to Worlds of Fun today, our home park. Yeah, it was a beautiful day. Kind of – the day kind of started off when uh, Costa Bro picked me up. It was kind of rainy a little bit. We got to the park. It was still kind of rainy. And we walked in there and uh, some of the rides were still closed, but they were still kind of cycling trains and the weather stopped and it cleared up and it was actually a beautiful day to be out at the park. Yeah. I would say for maybe it was where the park opened at 11 and a little bit after 1130, it was ready to roll. And that's about when we rolled in anyway. So mm -hmm. took a few pictures and hopped on a rise. It was pretty nice. Yeah, so obviously a lot of you guys know that a lot of the parks out there are having a lot of precautions in place for coronavirus. So, um, you know, some of the precautions that were in place at World of Fun was um, everyone has to wear a mask at all times. Only time you don't have to wear a mask is if you're either eating or drinking um, and or there's different areas in the park called relaxation zones. We could actually go in there and remove your face covering and you know, relax and breathe normally, I guess, and go from there. <laughs> I guess so. Um, <laughs> I mean, you can still breathe normal in a mask, you know, it's, it's still fine, but just a little bit, just a, a little great, more difficult. It's a great yeah. uh, guest service point to just have a place for people to go breathe on each other, I guess. I didn't add, it was like a ton of like six foot markers on the ground everywhere, like yeah. leading into the park. Um, there was also a temperature checking kind of checkpoint thing that security was running super cool yeah you just walked in stood in a spot for what was it five seconds yeah not even that and no, like, you're good and you, you, it wasn't even like a single spot it was like a whole party like so yeah. coaster bro and myself we sat in this box and like, yeah, it was good and we walked through 
Um, and um, I'm kind of surprised it didn't show fever because we're, we're hot stuff. So <laughs> I don't know how we got past that, but yeah, that was very hot stuff. That was a bad joke, <laughs> but it was impressive. We the theme park side and I kind of joked that like, uh, are they even really checking temperatures? Or are they just like, okay, stay on the box, you're good. I don't know. Yeah, because I literally have I have my hat on, Me too. Uh, sunglasses, and the face covering covering my whole face like I don't know what kind of contact on my skin they, they're seeing in order to check that but hey we're good we made it in um yeah. and leading down was also the back check and metal detectors and it was six six foot markers there you know designating where people need to line up and then um throughout the park kind of walking through there was uh on the side of the midways that kind of had that even though that's not really an area where people kind of queue up um normally um, but it still kind of gives you a gauge of how far that distance needs to be. Mm-hmm. And then in every one of the queue lines, as well as any kind of lines in the in the shops, I mean, more not really in the food establishments, they had those laid out. And they also had signs in the shops to kind of discourage people from touching the merchandise unless they're actually going to purchase it. So, and then there was a ton of hand sanitizer um, locations almost at every ride um spots inside outside the park at the food establishment we only came across like what one that was empty yeah which was at the food establishment so yeah and i just kind of <laughs> we'll talk about that a little bit later but mm-hmm. uh yeah i was actually i felt like almost almost every time i needed or felt like i needed to put hand sanitizer on i was able to look find it and apply it so that was pretty impressive so you know i was probably i was actually really nervous I know theme parks uh, probably a little bit less, um, but I just like take. I've been real cautious here, and it's been. I don't know. It's like I want to go to a theme park, but I was like, is it is it worth it in 2020? So when they announced, I was like, maybe I'll go on Winterfest because that would be like a good time. But they announced uh, Worlds of Fun announced that they're closing uh, on Labor Day. So like Cedar Fair just came out and said, we're not really going to try to do these seasonal events. And um, that kind of sparked why we went today, I would say. Um, wanted yeah, to go try it out. Yeah, try it out and just ride some kind of roller coasters this year. So <laughs> got some in, man. It was, um, but I, I will say overall, I was, I was actually impressed. I thought I was, I think what I was most worried about was waiting in line for stuff that people had actually social distance. There was one time there was like excited people behind us on our heels. Yeah. And that was about it. Like, actually, people did pretty well with the distance. And and that was a walk-on, so luckily we didn't have to stop mm-hmm. and hang by them. So we just kept walking, and they were just right on our heels. And once yeah. we got in the station house, we spread out. Um, yeah, and I think at all the rides, you know, just like a lot of other places are doing, every other uh, row on the ride is kind of blocked off. So a lot of the coasters, the back row was, was non-existent, um, except for Patriot. Um, they have the seven way. rows. It worked yeah. out real good, actually. Um, but all the other ones were even, so they wanted the front row, obviously, to get rid in, so the back row was actually kind of blocked off. So you could still sit in the back car, just uh, usually the row ahead of the back row. Mm-hmm. So, Which you kind of wonder why they didn't just go ahead and make the back row a, a, a spot. Yeah, because then it's like two spots in between the next one. So. Yeah, it's like, and people would want to ride in it. I guess it's just whoever did it was like, no, we have to do it perfectly. <laughs> we can, yeah. This would be too weird. And there was a lot of signage, you know, on the actual, in the station houses, they had mm-hmm. chains up that had the signage, like, this row's empty. Even on the coaster trains themselves, they had that, that verbiage on there as well. Um, and anything else that was kind of close throughout the park, there was a lot of signs that were up. 
I re- like there's not much more they could have done to make it safer. I feel mm-hmm. like it was still, I mean, walking around, seeing other guests, you know, a lot of the, you know, those a few that there was a lot that had their mask on properly. The one thing I saw the most was, and granted it's going to just slip down or they just didn't even think about it, but you know, they had it over their mouth perfectly, but then their nose was still exposed and they were still breathing normally out of nose and still contract it. It was only a few times I saw people truly just not caring and just keeping it around their chin mm-hmm. or something like that. We got behind our group and in the Mamba line when that happened. But again, we were able to space out, so we're not even near them at all. Um, like we would even it. at some points we'd even put two spots in between us because I was like, why not? Yeah. There's no reason like the line's not spilling out to the midway. So it, it was actually easier to distance yourself than I even thought. Yeah. The only downside is if you're just looking at the line, it looks like it's a lot longer than what it appears because of the spaces in between there. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you're like, oh, my gosh, it's a long wait. And you got to think, like, oh, it's really not. So. <laughs> it's actually, like, less than a station wait because they're not letting, letting people in the uh, station house. Yeah. And it was a nice day because, like, it wasn't crowded. I think the, the early rain encouraged people not to come out. Um, I think our longest wait of the date was, was uh, spinning dragons, and that was maybe 10 minutes. Yeah, which is all that's actually a good wait time for that anytime. Yeah, we kind of nailed it perfectly. Like the rain literally was when you were walking up, it was still sprinkling. But I think by the time we got in the park, it wasn't sprinkling at all anymore. And, you know, we had to wait just a little bit for the rides to open, pop over like 10 minutes at the most. And then, uh, and then from there, it just kind of cleared up. And by the time we're leaving, it started getting very hot. So it kind of worked out perfectly when it came to that. That's pretty dope. Yeah. So we want to go on a like a little rundown of the rides that we did. We could just get a rundown of the whole trip and everything. You know, kind of walking in what we did and kind of go around the park and hit the rides as we go. Sounds good. Cool. I picked you up at your house and we drove there. <laughs> yes. Then we right. parked. We parked in a parking spot. <laughs> and we walked our our sexy asses over to the temperature thing. We did that. We talked about that. Yes. And we went inside of the amusement park. One thing we thought was interesting. So, again, this is our first time at Worlds of Fun this summer. And uh, we had we had gold passes last year. We renewed this year. But usually you kind of have to process. But this time, you know, we didn't even have to process it. We went up there, scanned it. There was no questions asked. And we went mm-hmm. right in. So we didn't have to go to guest services or a ticket window to kind of get it processed for a 2020 pass. Everything was all done for us. So I'm very curious to see next year because – you know, all Cedar Fair Parks have kind of, if you have a pass this year, it extends the next year if you have to do anything special or what comes down to that. But probably just going to be business and normal. So I think they've really figured out their season pass and making it convenient for the people that come in. I think they've been doing it for a few years now, though, where you don't have to go to a physical place to process it. I know. Last year I did that. But also, I think we were because we downgraded from platinum to gold. So True. I think that's why. So I think that might have been why, but – so not going to keep Also, the pass. last time I did that was I was pretty drunk when I arrived to the park. So, <laughs> so you I might kn- not needed to have done that. Yeah, I went through the line and <laughs> it was very interesting experience, but um, it works, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just real pleasant getting in there, man. It's um, what, what used to might have taken, uh, you know, 30 minutes to get your stuff done and, and in. It's just right through the gate it's pretty nice um but we walked in and we took a right yeah so we went we went in we kind of went to the right which leads into the orient section 
Um, and then from there, we kind of, that's where we kind of like, we're just looking at things, just talking about the park and. Um, Since the operational cycles were happening. Yeah. It's raining, so, they were getting out of their, what is called phase. Uh, if we want to talk like nerdy world of fun operation terminology, they were, you could tell the operational cycles were happening and we were about to get on a ride. So yeah, they were running spinning dragons, Patriot and, I'm assuming they're running other rides that we just didn't see from our vantage point. They did have like the small circular rides open, like the carousel was open. And Which going back to what Costa Bros said about the phases. So, so people know like um, a lot of theme parks kind of adopt this and so not really this terminology, but um, this kind of system when it comes to weather, where depending on how far the lightning is out, or even sometimes rain too, they have different phase levels or different levels essentially. Um, where like it, it could be a pre-phase or phase one like pre-phase usually it's raining so it's actually not sunny out some rides might shut down for that kind of like a ferris wheel that runs on a tire system you know tires in the west going to start slipping or rides that um, take forever to unload like fury of the nile where yes. it's a seven minute ride cycle and you're in water mm -hmm. so you don't get zapped by lightning on that thing yeah phase one is usually like you know, lightning is an area depending on some kind of mileage system. So it varies from park to park. And those are usually going to be your, those are going to be the ones that the, you know, the, the coast enthusiasts hate um, because that's going to shut down the big rides. All, the good so all ones. water rides and pretty much every roller coaster. Cause like, and like high like, thrill rides. Yeah, high thrill rides. Like, like a, a world fun to be detonator or a sky coaster or, or a steel or hawk, something like that. Um, just because they're big giant lightning rods, let's be honest. So then phase two reminds is- Reminds me of something yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Dick joke. What the, um, the steel? Yeah. What's your, what's your PP? What is my PP's name? If you guys want to know what my PP's name is, uh, make sure you go back to our Instagram live and uh, check out our Cuzzy's After Dark segment. Yeah, it's a great Instagram live show we're doing. It wasn't Comment. Steel Vengeance, was it? No. Wacky Worm is funny. Yeah, Wacky Worm. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. What's yours? <laughs> we haven't done mine yet. Oh, so I need to get, on, get you on, on one of the Instagram Live. So <laughs> we'll wait a couple of weeks. We'll wait till at least August 19th. So yeah, to name your people. Wink, wink. So, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We really so, derailed uh, Yeah, we derailed hard. Phase two and phase three, just kind of when you get to the higher levels, that's when like the storm's really on top of you or getting closer. And that's when everything's gonna like, maybe some other outdoor rides might shut down and indoor rides might still be open. And kind of that last phase is really like, hey, those are really bad storms. Sometimes it might be tornadoes or something that's really extreme, where we need to shut down everything and everyone needs to take cover at that point. So in this case, they're probably were in phase one when they first opened at 11, we got there a little bit late or they were, you know, when they first arrived at work, they might've been that way. And then they were lowering down to like probably like a pre-phase of some sort. And, um, and then uh, they were opening rides, which was great. So we kind of hung around a little bit to get, to get the rides going. And then uh, we saw that the Patriot was letting people into the queue and we decided to run over there. Yeah, dog. So we, Went in the wrong entrance at one point, so we had to like go underneath a queue rail. <laughs> uh, it was like really no space markers too, and then we just went around a corner and there's this queue, and then we're like wide open lane. Yeah, everybody's like looking at us. So um, it looked like a long line, like it, you, like like you said earlier, like when you go around the corner, it's like oh, this might be a 20 minute rate, wait, and then it was like a three train wait. So no. we actually scored a back row ride. We did, and and that was just by luck of draw because. 
Um, one thing that, you know, this Corona time has really brought back, at least at those regional parks, they don't see it that often is the grouper position, the, the position that kind of tells people what rows to go to, or at least kind of direct traffic a little bit and a back. So, because they got to make sure they space someone out and we landed the back row right on that. And one thing I would say that was really cool that World of Fun was doing was on almost all the coasters, it was multiple chain, uh, train operation. Yeah, the, so, it was every ride had it. Yeah, every ride had it. I was expecting yeah. a single, single train. Yeah, so, so I think that helped out. And I, I think and part of the reason they might be doing that now I think about it was because they have to space up the line. Half if capacity. they just had half capacity, then that line's getting even longer, which might actually end up on the midway. Yeah. So um, I would say World of Fun actually gets a – had really good operations today, I would even say. Mm-hmm. Um, which was awesome. But we got the backseat ride. I think I sat back right. You sat back left. Mm-hmm. And that's a – we were talking. That was like our first invert we've ridden since Banshee. At Keens Island, which was a year ago? a year ago now. Because we went to – It was two years ago. Because we went to Colorado and Utah last oh, year. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, two years ago. Because I don't – we for some reason, neither one of us rode Patriot last year. I think it's because we only went during – Haunt and Winterfest, and like we just didn't ride it in Haunt. Yeah, and Winterfest is closed, yeah. so which is kind of weird. But yeah, uh, we rode it, and it was, you know, great middle tier B and M invert. Still the same. It flips you pretty gently, but it's fun. Yeah, it was a little bit of a rattle though. Sometimes yeah. it was kind of interesting. <laughs> so not as smooth as B and M's usually are consistently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just dropping my drink over here, man. This water's strong. Um, but other than that, you know, so good ride. But yeah, a lot of real tame, you know, especially, you know, riding Banshee last, which a lot of a lot of people say Banshee's very really tame. So um, but compared to Patriot, Banshee's kind of extreme. So <laughs> another note though about Patriot is it looks sexy as fuck. The new paint job on it looked real sharp. I didn't even notice that. I didn't know it got painted. So. Yeah, I should I should have pointed that out to you because I have I have seen it in person. So I didn't point it out to you, but it's hey, you didn't realize how faded it actually was. And look, look, brand spanking new. I'll say that. So, so looked good. And then we also got to share some stories about when you used to operate Patriot that we won't share on this podcast. Yeah, because I was breaking <laughs> rules. We're not going to share that. So <laughs> um, times were fun when you were yes. nineteen and operating a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah and after that we got out and then we went down and rode spinning dragons which uh like we mentioned earlier was probably our longest wait um probably mm-hmm. about five ten minutes maybe um and that one naturally kind of spills out into the midway yeah but don't be too intimidated i'd say if it spills out into the midway during the social distancing stuff we're probably looking at like a 20 minute wait we caught it before everybody hopped in line so yeah and I, if you ever get a world to find you know even on a normal day mm-hmm. pre-covid um or whatever happens post-covid um that that yeah you usually hit that first or save it later in the day because especially at the beginning everyone goes right to that ride so it definitely looks a lot more busy than what it is so if you get there early great um but if there's ever a downtime where it's like the queue and it looks half full that's a good way to get in there because that could spike very fast around how often the crowds go because usually yeah. people come in the park just like what we did today people naturally just go to the right and go into that orient session just automatically downhill it's an easy route mm-hmm. to take yeah. uh but yeah so we waited in line got on that ride um so because there's space out parties so if, you know four people could go in a coaster car 
Um, it was just the two of us. So we, uh, we had a whole car to ourselves and we decided to sit on the same side together. Um, and first off, when the ride started, we both banged our heads cause it has a little <sighs> bit of a jolt and Jesus, it we totally, you in the gut. Yeah. We totally forgot about it. You just keep your head back. You technically the operator should be warning us cause that's really what they're supposed to do. They're, that's actually how they used to be trained. I don't know what they do nowadays, hmm. but, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we go up the lift and then we start spinning once we get in the ride. Just the, yeah, the we went on backwards one side. too. Yeah. So immediately we go into a spin because that first drop just, you know, we 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 really weighted it so hard that the whole ride was just a a death spin. We hit every corner and it got a little bit quicker and a little bit faster. So mm -hmm. I, I would say it's a lot of people would say it's the best possible ride you could get on the ride, but we were like nauseated. Yeah, we were pretty dizzy. Maybe because, you know, Christopher is now 31 and he's yeah. hungover. Um, yeah, my hangover came back real quick. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Maybe spinning rides just aren't a thing anymore. But we'll still, we'll still do them just to get the credit, of course. And it was still a good ride. I haven't been on that ride in a, in a while now. So I think the best spinning ride we've ever gotten on a ride was uh, at Fun Spot on, the, on their spinning coaster, the Kissimmee location where we, we only spun one rotation the whole ride. I don't know. I, I like Time Traveler down in Salvador City. That's true. Yeah. That's the best spinning ride. Yeah, uh, but it's also a little bit different. Yeah, so. that's true. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, Spinning Dragons was what – I mean, it, it fucked us up. Yeah, we were a little <laughs> dizzy after that. We started walking around. We started making our way back to the um, back of the park. Um, so once you leave the Orient section, you go into the Americana section, mm -hmm. um, which kind of, well, I guess we kind of start, we kind of went there for Patriot and went back in the Orient section. So now we kept going um, mm -hmm. back into the park and we rode Timberwolf, which is uh, um, one of the, is the oldest wooden coaster they have there. It's the oldest um, coaster now. Yeah, the oldest coaster now. 1989. Uh, but before we get to that, I do want to bring up the character spots. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot so, about little Sally. Or instead of doing is. like uh, – I actually like this. I hope that they keep it. Um, but there's like a better emphasis on characters because you used to just be in Snoopy and like it was meet and greets and people go up and take pictures with them. But they literally have them on like a little stage now. Um, so it's a lot more atmospheric and I like it like that. Like Snoopy drove by in a golf cart at one point. Yeah. And that was just cool. Uh, I think it's a great way, especially, you know, Disney's doing that with their characters. They probably led the way on it, but now regional parks, like it's actually an upgrade for regional parks, I'd say. So I, I like that. But yeah, Timberwolf, man. Yeah. Then after that, we went into Timberwolf. Um, had like what? Not even five minute wait. Like yeah. one train was in the station loading. We stood in line. Uh, next train came in and we were in the station and we were in the back row or that car the second to last yeah. row um and we were kind of worried about this one you know we were worried about it part of the track got retracked the year before mm -hmm. but the whole track did but then uh, they rebuilt part of the track and took out a helix right it's kind of been like an ongoing project since 2014 and i forget which year it was where they took out the the kind of death upper double helix that can you know it's where the ride can also valley it was just kind of a poorly designed thing that they did so they basically brought gci in they put a gci curve in uh turnaround um but yeah it was uh surprisingly smooth yeah they i think very recently have put some retracking on the turnarounds that are like 
notorious for throwing laterals and not very heavily banked by any means. And a lot of times you shuffle through those, but this one, you just glided right through. So it was nice. Yeah, the roughest parts of the ride was coming out of the station with a little dip down into the into the <laughs> the lift hill kind yeah. of shook us. So then at the end of it, the, the the trim brakes at the end were kind of leading up to that, and then to the trim brakes was really kind of like jolty. The very last airtime hill in turns. Yeah, it was like oh, this is old Timberwolf. Mm-hmm. But the rest of it was fine. The pacing felt a little slow, I'd say. Like it's kind of, I would have, I felt like it used to run faster. Yeah. But maybe it's just because we were fearing our lives <laughs> and we weren't this time. They were just getting jackhammered. Would Would you rather have GCI just go in and completely reprofile it or would you rather have an RMC? Uh, probably GCI. Uh, actually, no, probably RMC because we already have a GCI in the park. So I agree. I think I might as well RMC. have the variety of it. So GCI can GCI their own GCI. Yeah. Something to think about. Oh, another thing with the social distancing on the trains, um, there's no wheel seats. You don't have to worry about sitting on the wheel seat, which is notoriously rough on PTC trains. Um, so that's kind of nice. Maybe I don't know if they, helps yeah, I don't know they planned that or just the way it worked out with having the first row available and skipping every other row, which is usually the wheel I seats. I thought that's what it was. Yeah. But it turned out good for us enthusiasts. Yeah. I don't think people outside of a coaster enthusiasts understand the wheel seat very well. All right, so we dumped out and we walked into Snoopy. Yeah, we took a little stroll in Snoopy and just kind of looked around and. Because we had never actually been to the bottom part of Snoopy. It's kind of a newer section that there's just like three rides down there that don't interest adults <laughs> without kids. It really? was fine. It was really fine. Yeah, and we just kind of <laughs> went into the, the gift shop. Did a lap through it. We went to one of the relaxation zones uh, that they had in the park, which was a petting area or petting. There's still zoo. a petting zoo sign up. Yeah, the year before it used makes to be me a think ball pit back. a couple years ago. Yeah, it probably will come back most likely. Um, I feel like that's a real not. Hey, that's already kind of dirty, and then also just like you know, probably not a good time in COVID times. Uh, uh, one thing I found interesting is I didn't see a single person actually in one of these relaxation zones. Yeah. Nobody was using them. Well, there was on the backside of the park by Sea Dragon, there was a, there was a oh, mom yeah, and a daughter right. in there. I don't know. They were probably just hanging out, and that's what they went to. But I don't yeah. know if they're using it for a relaxation zone or not. So I just, I, I think they're good that they're there, but I, maybe it's just because it wasn't very hot yet either because we, we kind of had a weather break, thankfully. Yeah, and was, again, we saw a lot of people have their masks down and they're walking or underneath their nose. And, yeah, I don't see anybody out there enforcing stuff or anything either. No, so. no, not one manager or employee came up and said something. But, again, it wasn't crowded at all. There wasn't any time where I felt like, you know, we're like, oh, people need to have a mask on. It's very crowded. But you just go comes... a little wider when you see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wasn't too bad. So we did Snoopy. Yeah, we just kind of walked around there. Then we kind of went back on the Heart of America Boulevard. And Best just... part of the park. Psych. I love that walk. Just the walkway of fucking nothing yeah. and then we just kind of made our way back just walked and walked and made our way back into the africa section and we kind of watched the fear and Nile for a little bit just kind of watched the operation and it's one of my favorite things to do i used to operate that thing for two years i just like to watch how they're operating it now because it always changes a little bit and just like reminisce a little bit like oh 
I remember my old coworkers that used to work here, and um, I usually don't ride Fury of the Nile, but I do like to reminisce on the loading platform. People probably look at me like I'm a freaking weirdo, but <laughs> if they knew greatness that, that used to work there, um, and my name, I think, is in one of those towers. Yeah, my name's on one of those towers, so. It's definitely somebody wrote, I used to have a crush on Caleb. It's in the tower. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's awesome. I got a picture of it from somebody. So that was pretty cool. Um, heartthrobs, I think, are, are good words for you and I when we were to at Worlds of Fun. I would agree. I mean, given by us. Names given by – self-given. <laughs> but they would, they would definitely saw us that way, 100%. 100%. So, yeah. You can ask. Just ask people. Ask people. <laughs> uh, we rode Mamba. We did. Which was another reminisce. It was where we met. And we got a ride just kind of in the middle of the train, I think. Yeah, they kind of placed us there. Which, on Mamba, you can, you can argue that row three is the best seat, but – it's the same kind of boring ride on the whole train. So we were just happy to be on it. Um, good air time on the second hill. The helix, a little bit um, more intense than I remember. Yeah. And the bunny hill is a little more boring than I remember. Yeah, very boring on that portion of it. So it's like I just wanted to have a casual conversation with you as we were going. Yeah. And uh, another thing. I kept finding myself doing was trying to pose and smile on the, on the uh, on-ride photos. And then we never checked out our online photos because well, I think one problem that the parks, I don't know how they would ever fix it, but everybody always files into the store to check out their photo. And like, it's just always so crowded in there. I didn't really have any interest in looking. Second, we all have masks on on these rides, so it doesn't really look that special. Look, I know what so. it looked like. Uh, my hair was wild, and my mask was on. And by the way, wearing mask on a roller coaster, not too bad. Yeah. Mine slid down a little bit because I had more of the neck gaiter style. but That was like on the rough ones, though, I saw. Yeah. But other than that, it's all the same. No, it's fine. Yeah. Not bad at all. So then we got to own Mamba and just kind of strolled through Africa a little bit. Um, went, went through the long way of Africa, took a right, and then took a look at Boomerang, you know. So happy that it's closed. Yeah, it's closed this year, so it's one of the coasters that we did not ride, and we weren't going to ride it anyways if it was open. So And, and it's like, fingers crossed that that ride might be done. Let's yes. tear that son of, a get, son of a bitch down, and let's put in a new roller coaster. We deserve it. The people of Kansas City need it. Yes. Especially the ride that took over the heart and soul of that park, Zambezi Zinger. 2000, you just put in a freaking boomerang? Nope. That's heartless. Disrespectful. Disrespectful. See, yeah. fair. And, you know, what was fun? You used to have Dinosaurs Alive that closed down and kind of took out like a couple years ago. And then if they close out, they're going to have a lot of land over there to kind of do something. So hopefully they do something with it. And it's. And, you we know, know a roller coaster fit back yeah. there before. And we don't need any more flat rides. We, they keep getting all these flat no. rides. We don't need that. Especially if they're from European junkyards. <laughs> Those don't work as well. No. Surprise. It's in a junkyard. Yeah, then we, uh, then we made our way through, um, and then we went over and rode Prowler. And yeah. Prowler was literally a walk-on. No one in the line. And we got second to last row on that one, too. We did. And it, you know, is. It's always a good GCI, but it's always a little rough. 
And unfortunately, I think the roughness overshadows the quality of the ride it is right now. Because they've been pouring all this money into Timberwolf. I think they need to start focusing on Prowler again. Because mm-hmm. that ride used to be butter smooth and aggressive and awesome. Now it's just aggressive and you kind of shuffle through it. Um, I've seen some like people ride it recently saying that's better than Mystic Timbers. And it's like, no, Mystic Timbers like beefed up smooth version of Prowler. Yeah. But, um, it's hard to report back on Prowler. It's just kind of rough. Yeah, it wasn't. It was smoother than the last time I rode it from what I remember. But it, yeah, it's still rough. It's still. I feel like it's the moodiest roller coaster at Worlds of Fun. It gives solid rides or bad rides. I would, I wish I could experience in the front row next time. I should have just got back in line. Yeah, I guess we should have. There's like no line. <laughs> maybe, maybe slip the uh, the old bouncer a five dollar bill. Say, hey, kiss in the front. Front row. Front row. Yeah. Then uh, bouncer. Then after that, we just kind of made our way back to the front of the park. And then at that point, we wanted to get some food. I mean, we were really done for the day, yeah. but we didn't want to leave yet because, like, we're here. <laughs> So we went and ate at kind of the only place we ever really eat at whenever we go. And Well, not, well, not, not exactly, because we used to eat at Chickies and Pete's all the time, but that's closed now. Rest in peace. Um, sometimes so we eat at Subway. Sometimes Subway, yeah. Uh, especially when we went to Ocean's of Fun. Yeah, because it was right attached to the adult yeah. beverage bar. Which, by the way, Ocean's of Fun never opened in 2020. But they should have opened the, the swim up bar. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It's just that. Just and that. a new side complex, but that'd be cool. Yeah. So. But we saw a little bit from the distance when we were on Mamba. Looks it's nice pretty. and bright. Yeah. It's a great upgrade. I think from those terrible slides that were yeah. there in the first place that nobody rode. Um, uh, but yeah, we, we ate at the, the cotton blossom barbecue. Did you get the brisket too? Yeah, we got the same thing. Brisket <laughs> and then uh, mac and cheese as a side. Like loaded mac and cheese. However, they weren't loaded. Um, True. But they gave you extra cheese, which Would was, you like extra cheese? Which we both said yes, and I kind of regret it. I don't yeah, know I was like, were on it, so. I actually couldn't. So one complaint I had about it is you had these plexiglass things up, which I get, but then you couldn't hear what they were saying. So they would, like the girl asked me like, extra i heard the word extra and i was like yeah and then i saw her just pour like this plastic looking cheese on top of the already cheesy mac and cheese first off (laughs) you know so it a meal there an entree and a side is like 14.99 which Mm. you know people go argue that's expensive but in a theme park i guess it's kind of around average price especially for like barbecue and something like that and you have you have choices you have rotisserie chicken pulled pork brisket and chicken tenders and chicken tenders but they're hand battered damn it yeah sure no they're not um <laughs> hand battered by somebody in a factory we both got the brisket which the brisket was wasn't terrible it was good you know for what it is now grant went kansas city so That's you get a lot better brisket somewhere else if you're coming from out of town don't eat here yeah get Get an actual barbecue. Yeah, go to Gates, Jack Stack, Joe's, whatever. You're going to have to be probably the same price, probably maybe even a little cheaper, and it's going to be 10 times better. But if you are from out of town and you're not, if for some reason you're not going to Kansas City Barbecue, it's the stupidest idea. You probably would think this is pretty solid food. Yeah. If you don't know what good barbecue is. Now, so <laughs> you order it, you pick your entree, and we did the brisket, and it had this little like scale there with a little, little 
cup and she like picks up two strips, put it in there, weighs it, puts a little more. Um, you didn't see this because you walked away, but for my entree, I guess it weighed just a little bit too much. She had to take one out, put it back, and then gave me that. Granted, we were like the only people in there. Like there was a few people that came in when they were eating and stuff. Uh, there was a group that was behind us, but then they left because it was too expensive. I was like, dang, just give us extra, like just a little bit more and stuff. Like stop rationing this out. And, and how is it not just four strips of brisket? Yeah. <laughs> Why is it that? Did you, I think you got an extra strip more than I did because I was kind of counting when she did yours versus mine and she took the last one. I was like, dang, like, okay. Um, but yeah, so um, dead and we checked out. Uh, I, you were way ahead of me and I like got way ahead so fast. I ate down, I sat down and started eating and then you finally came back out like five minutes later. Dude, so I, I was there and he calls me over and like it, it was like he'd never worked a register before. He's not, I think he was a nice guy, but he would ask me questions. I couldn't hear him. So I had to go around the screen to hear what he was asking me. He's like, you have a season pass? But yeah, it's in my hand, dude. Just like point to it or something. So I, I scan it and I go to pay and it was 50 bucks. And I, I pulled my car. I was like, dude, you're charging me 50 bucks for this one platter of food. And uh, God, it, just took, it took forever for him to, to figure it out. And then I got a drink because there's like a really special drink that they have there that I, I What's only get a drink. What is it? I don't know. It's a type of like, it's almost like a juice, carbonated juice that they have, soda. I don't even know the brand, but I like it. So I was like, okay, I'll spend the extra money and get it. I go, it's all water. This, this restaurant is even busy. And like, <laughs> they're out of this soda. Like, they had two like big soda soft fountain. Like, they had four. You know, I had four, four machines. And all this was only on one of them. So oh, okay. I had to wait for like the mom to like fill up two and figure out how to screw on the lid. So I was just in there forever. And here's the thing, man. We didn't, we didn't renew our, um, our uh, food plans this year. Yeah, because we did have the dining plan, but then we decided not to renew it. And I remember why. It's always miserable to eat in the park there every time. It's convenient, too. But it's like, man, we were the only people in the restaurant, and it took 10 to 15 minutes Yeah, for me to sit Easy. down with my food. <laughs> yeah, you, you ordered, she took care of you, and then even I, – I thought for sure you'd be sitting down by the time I go to the cash register, and then obviously all that happened. But she took her my food, like, another, like, five minutes just getting, you know, how to, mm. how to ration out that the brisket, you know. And, <laughs> Go from there. I was like, geez. And then I went to use the hand sanitizer outside, and there's not a handle on the door to go back into the restaurant, but it, it was the one outside was out. So I had to walk back in, use hand sanitizer again. And then there was no barbecue sauce anywhere. Yeah. I don't know if we missed a condiment. We missed stand it or something, but um, I didn't really see any, but I wasn't looking super hard either. So it's just something about it, man. It's like, yeah, I, I highly suggest if you go to World of Fun, eat beforehand mm -hmm. you know it's easy it's not a huge park so you're able to kind of leave even leave the parking lot go to something that there's a waffle house there's some fast food places around um even or, driving to a barbecue place yeah or there. even when we we're leaving i saw families do this and and i've seen people do this a lot just bring do a picnic out in the parking lot like mm -hmm. you're saving money and it's also going to be a better experience than getting food there so it's Pack easy up some brewskis and a, and a yeti cup you yeah. know enjoy yourself damn so, so yeah, it's, 
it sucks that we had to bring this up. It's like the only low point of the day, I think. Yeah, that really was. Everything else is good. I mean, but it's always it's always the low. Every time I try we, to give it a we've chance. Had a, I mean, a couple of summers ago, <laughs> we went to Ocean to Fun a lot, and we did the subway because it was right there, and it was on the dining <laughs> plan. And like so many times, we would have to like argue with the people about like, oh, you can't get that sandwich. You get, you have to get this sandwich or something like that. It was always something different that, oh, yeah, they're out of this, they're out of that. Or you can't stand here. You got to order over here. Yeah. And it's like, oh, and my just gosh. Attitude. Man, it's just, um, it's hard to support that. Yeah. And granted, we worked there, you know, and I, I definitely, you know, customer service thing has always been a challenge at World of Fun, even mm-hmm. when we worked there. But, um, I mean, it, you know, it's something that they could do when it comes to it. You could, you could obviously tell they're running bare bones everywhere. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, Obviously, revenue is probably really, really low with everything going on. They're not so even hiring anymore because they're just going to close next have. month. Yeah. Uh, so, but they really need to figure out some way to kind of really engage customer service. Um, and I would actually, board. I would also say too, like Cedar Point got three new restaurants this year. Like, spread the love on the restaurants too and put some quality food in. Um, that is going to get me excited about going to the park. Like, yeah, I, I eat barbecue every time I go. So I going to do one more rant <laughs> on the food. Is like, even so, we talk about the hand breaded chicken strips. Like, literally, it's the same chicken strips you get at almost every restaurant. You go, you go to the Mexican one. I guarantee they probably have chicken strips there, and it's the same ones as you get when you go to another restaurant. Mm-hmm. The pizza, there's multiple pizza spots. It's the same pizza. They just have a rebrand on what it's called. Like. Get something this a little is more unique. Just pizza. I think that's why we this ate at Chickies and Pete a lot because even the though chicken tenders were different, or yeah, I mean, they had fries chicken tenders, but it was also they had a different sandwich. Like, I mean, it had like a Philly cheesesteak or something like that. The fries were different, yeah. Um, so versus say, the same stuff you're gonna get at any restaurant you go, any kind of food quick service thing they have around the park. Um, another suggestion I do on a food is almost just snack it out, like you know, mm-hmm. get get some. A funnel cake, a pretzel, something like that. You probably go better that way. Yeah, if I could go back, probably what I would have done. But then a lot of snack stands weren't really open, which yeah. you can't fault the park. It's not very busy, but um, just eat dipping dots. Just, that's what you want, anyways. Just eat dipping dots all day. Everything all day. Be great. Maybe uh, dipping dots and beer. Yeah, dipping dots and beer, which we which, saw one <laughs> bar establishment, which is good. So pop up bar um, on Front Street. Yeah. Just right outside of a merchandise shop, just they just had a just generic pop up bar. They actually had good selections. Yeah, no cart drinking today. Yeah, um, it was good to see that they got the alcohol going because I know like opening weekend and maybe in the first couple weeks they didn't have any beer, so they figured that out, which is nice. Yeah. After we ate, we just kind of did a, a little lap around the park, and then we kind of held out, head out from there. Um, it, got, so. it started to get hot and busy. Yeah. Well, not super busy, but more people were coming into the gates. So what's some uh, some takeaways you had from visiting the park today, Coaster Bro? Um, takeaways I had is actually felt safe. Um, I think the park did an amazing job as far as taking COVID precautions and actually performing and following through on their promises. For the most part, you know, a little bit more enforcement from management and employees would have been nice. Um, but, you know, the people that don't wear their mask correctly, there's ways to distance from them. So, like, I would say, like, when you go out for a walk um, in your neighborhood and you see somebody without a mask, like, 
you, you kind of go the other direction and you could still do it in the amusement park. So I was actually surprised at um, how safe I felt because I was worried about it. Um, real worried. Like I didn't think I was actually going to go to a park this year, but I'm glad I did. It was fun. Um, and the other takeaways too is I was, you know, there were a few rides that were closed. I think in like Steelhawk, Cyclone Sam's, Boomerang, Ripcord. But it didn't take away from the day. Um, I would have liked to have gotten on Steelhawk. I may have even paid for a Ripcord ride if it was open. Because I do that about once a year. <laughs> um, but I thought they did pretty well for what, compared to what I've seen at other parks with like major rides down. And the rides were well staffed. Yeah which was odd. I didn't, I didn't expect that. But actually, I think you said that the park felt understaffed. I felt like it was appropriately staffed. I don't really know, though. Can you think of a place that was, like, understaffed? Because the restaurant had just people everywhere. Yes working. and no. Like, I mean, they had one person running the food, and then they had, like, four sure. cashiers on two registers, which doesn't make sense. So, I think they were just bored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, true but those are kind of yeah, my I main mean, takeaways it was i think people were still having fun and i was i did think that guests were doing their part at least doing enough to do their part nobody was intentionally being a-holes yeah which i was expecting that so that was kind of nice to see and i don't know if it's different in other parks but it was in kansas city i guess people are just nicer to each other that's true midwest what were your takeaways? Uh, I'll say one thing, and this is kind of a negative thing. Just I've just, some of the parts of the park is just getting pretty run down. I know I mm. pointed out to the top of Detonator, their SNS uh, um, yeah. shot tower, where you look at the top where it has where it connects the tower. There's like a banner on there, and that banner is as old as when the when the when the ride opened, which was like what 1996? Yeah, and it just looks so run down, and like it doesn't even look yellow anymore. It just looks like it's tearing. And, and there's other places, you know, they they close off certain midways because like um, you wouldn't be able to social distance there. And one of them's over by Timberwolf. Uh, I think it's like Bicentennial, like Plaza. I think mm. that's what it's called. And uh, they had a wall up. And then when you're in line at Timberwolf, you can kind of see in the area, and there's just a, they just had piles of chairs and stuff. That's where they kind of put stuff. And granted, I get it. You know, it's not you know, the most, it's not a theme park. It's not like a huge, it's not like Universal Disney where they would cringe over that. And, um, but, you know, it just seemed like they kind of like had some stuff as an afterthought. And I get it, they probably had a lot of things on their plate, you know, getting all the mm -hmm. hand sanitizer in place, all the markers and how they can even operate rides properly, stuff like that. But and just some stuff I've seen run down. And um, I know to spruce that stuff up is going to cost money and stuff, but you know, I'd like to see it. And, but there's some areas where they did very well at that. Like you look at the mm -hmm. orient section and, uh, we, we took some videos and, um, and some pictures. Today, so you probably see those soon on our social media accounts. The old and, YouTube um, machine. Yeah. On YouTube. And, uh, like the orient section is probably my new favorite section. It's like so pretty mm -hmm. in there. Like they put these lanterns, uh, there's some toperies and like they, they brought back the new kind of like, or not new, it's an old arch that they reinstalled and it looks really nice. And I would like to see that in other areas. And granted, you know, Americana looks good in certain areas, but then there's other areas like where the, where the train is and other stuff like that. It just has been stale for years and years and stuff. Mm -hmm. 
I would say their landscaping game has really upped their game. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you look at the ripcord area, they put in some retaining walls, and, like, it looks good there. Um, but where they are falling short are, like, their signs. Like, I even remember – it's at Woodstock's Whirly Birds. Yeah. Just a completely sun-bleached sign that was just white. One of the ride safety signs was peeling up at the end and kind of curving up because it was just a um, kind of uh, adhesive that was over it. And it's over time. It's just, and those are the same safety signs over there when we were here. So, yeah. <laughs> new work there. So, and that was kind of one of my biggest takeaways there. And obviously the food, but we talked all about that. Yeah. So, and that's just a recurring theme. At least, at least with like the park appearance. I do feel like they are putting money into it and like it's getting there, but hopefully like detonator. It, I hope that one gets like expedited up the list. Cause it's, it's yeah. looking pretty bad, especially for mom being like, Oh my God. Yeah. That's when you notice somebody <laughs> going up the left, like, Whoa, look at that. <laughs> but, um, that was a good day, man. It was a good day. It was I'm nice getting out man. there. Weather turned out great. So it really did. Um, pretty awesome. Yeah. We don't know if we're going to go on, you know, if we're going to be able to go into another park this year. Um, so, I know one thing that got brought up is uh, Adventureland up in Iowa is allowing all Cedar Fair and Six Flags uh, yeah. pass holders to come into the park, you know. So to the end of the year, they're just like, come on through. You just have to pay for parking and enjoy the park. And if they had the same um, precautions that Cedar Fair and Six Flags did, I think I'd go. But they don't, so I don't want to prioritize it. I think the only other park I would consider would be like a Silver Dollar City or a Frontier City. I think the only realistic one might be Silver Dollar City. Mm-hmm. Like over Thanksgiving or something, you know? Yeah. If they run their Christmas event, I might check that out. That would be cool. Or even Thanksgiving if we mm-hmm. – who knows? We might do that trip again. Who so. knows? Um. But yeah, man, I was impressed. Yeah, it's a good day. So in other news, uh, we kind of brought it up earlier with with Worlds of Fun closing on Labor Day weekend. Um, There's kind of an update that came out from Cedar Fair, and they kind of announced what their strategy will be for the rest of the year with the rest of their parks. And Dorney Park is going to be taking the same route as Worlds of Fun and closing on the the 7th, I believe it is. Kind of funny, my wife realized that most of the kids are going back to school on the 8th in Kansas City. So perfect timing. Um, perfect timing right after Labor Day. Oh, yeah. But some other news. There are four main parks that have not opened for the season that will not reopen. They've just, they're waving the white flag on. And that's California's Great America, Valley Fair, Carowinds, which we predicted that might be one of the first to open. I think the double state. Wow. I think the double state is what got them. And then the last one. Whoa! What was the last one? Was it Michigan's Adventure? No, nope, it was King's Dominion because Michigan's Adventure opened their water park. Ah, uh, yes. So I actually don't know the news on that. I'm not going to look it up either because Michigan's Adventure and people in Michigan don't even go to that park. But those four parks will not reopen. They're they're not going to do it. Um, Knott's Berry Farm, I don't believe reopened, but it's possible since they're a year round, they're not going to make an announcement. They're just going to reopen when they can. And Canada's Wonderland was also in that same boat. So I'm really confused by that because they kind of have a shorter season to begin with. Mm-hmm. But were they starting a Christmas event? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. 
listeners, let us know. Because <laughs> we're not going to look it up right now. And then here, here's the part that pisses me off a little bit. Kings Island, Cedar Point. Okay. This is the highly favored two amusement parks in the chain. Announced that they're going to have a new event. And, you know, all these other events canceled. Worlds of Fun, they had like four or five events all canceled. But they're going to have a new family-friendly event at Kings Island in Cedar Point. And I think they're spoiled assholes. <laughs> I have a problem with it. What's the event exactly? What's all the details? like? And it's basically a trick-or-treating event for kids. So, honestly, I think Here all – <laughs> Here's some COVID candy. Here's some COVID candy. <laughs> Copped on your Twizzlers. No, but it's – I don't know. It just frustrates me because I feel like this is something that all of the haunt events need to amp up and for Halloween because during the day, if you go, there's not a whole lot for adults to do. There's like only in Snoopy kind of thing. They'll have some trick-or-treating and some events going on, but I just really think it was an opportunity to amp that up and maybe combine haunt and that family event next year. Instead, they're just going to test it out in Ohio, see how it does, and maybe abandon it. Who knows? They might still do that next year. So They could. I don't know. I think they're closing Worlds of Fun more for financial reasons, like in mm-hmm. staffing levels. Yeah, I mean, so. you, you close Worlds of Fun and Dorney. Those are kind of the low tier. Yeah. Michigan's Adventure is probably naturally closing on Labor Day anyway, right? That's probably a thing. Because they're, they're the just water a water park, park. Yeah, the water park definitely was. So. so those are kind of like the lower tier. You got Valley Fair, too, that never opened. So I, I understand why, but it's just annoying every year to see – Cedar Point, Kings Island, get all the stuff. And Worlds of Fun getting no love. Worlds of Fun was a six flags park. They'd be getting love. It's true. I do have a question for you. What's your prediction for Six Flags parks? Are they going to go through with Fright Fest? No. You don't think so? No, they're not going to. Because they, I mean, if they you have... get the wristband, so it's like a, an extra cost to go through the haunts and stuff. Oh, interesting. So it's a little bit- I just still, I still don't see how you're going to have all those people with the scare actors in there and mm-hmm. they're not going to be wearing masks. Like, you know, yeah. you know, they're going to have to be in a theme or they're going to wear masks. It's going to look weird unless everyone's, it's like a medical, like all the haunts are medical themed, <laughs> something like that. Would and be- you can't do that anymore. Yeah. Well, because urgent scare became a thing, like, because uh, it was kind of attacking mental health and that was an issue. So you can't just be in a hospital anymore. So that's out the window. You could still do zombies. Maybe you in the could hospital. do a COVID house. You could do a zombies in the hospital or something like that. That's true. So, yeah. Zombies in the hospital. But I think I agree with you. I think Six Flags is going to follow suit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have Halloween Horror Nights is out, you know. and That's very much a – Disney stopped not so scary and all that kind of like stuff. Like immediately. So. They were like – because that would be going on almost now. Yeah. Well, yeah. August. Probably in late August. Mid to late August. A couple of weeks. So it would start up. Yeah. But the only park that's actually uh, said they're going to do a Halloween event, Indiana Beach, where Corona doesn't exist. My God. They got corn, though. They got corn. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's, that's kind of the news I wanted to cover because um, that's pretty big stuff. I was really hoping that at least Christmas events would happen for Cedar Fair because uh, it's doable. Socially distancing is okay, but it, I guess they crunched numbers and didn't think it would be worth 
spending the staff to get the stuff up for the profit and return. So yeah, kind of a shame. Uh, fuck Cedar uh, Point though. <laughs> Let's go on to thought of the week. Thought of the week. So my thought of the week is let's talk about TikTok. Oh. Yeah. So everyone knows Donald Trump at this point has signed the executive order. It was like 45 days from that order to an American company to buy it and then keep it going and stuff. So uh, I know we also have a TikTok page, so please follow it. Hopefully it stays forever. Maybe not. Hey, man, we're big time on TikTok. <laughs> so we're still going to be TikToking hard all the way up to the end. So Costa Bro is going to be dominating that. We might but, have to get on this Instagram reels, man. Yeah. <laughs> We might start. We might just start doing that anyways. Just kind of get ahead of the game and kind of go from there and yep. see what happens. So, because it sounds like that might be the the route's going to go down to TikTok's and disappear, and Instagram's going to be the one there. So, man, why do we have to villainize China so much, man? <laughs> I'm no political man, but it's a shame. I want my TikTok. I want to be able to shake my ass for followers if I want to. You know, <laughs> shake my ass for followers. I got. Actually, I watched a video on why it's happening, and it, it it's it's very interesting, like yeah. how with this data and stuff, they could use a lot of this to blackmail, like especially if there's future politicians, you know, a lot of younger kids on there making videos and stuff, and then they eventually might go into politics and stuff, and then China could blackmail them into like and could influence our future government and stuff, which is the reason why part of it's why they're thinking about. I mean, that's probably one reason. Also, you know, it's probably. It's probably something more political and more personal going on that. Or know. maybe Facebook needs to make all the money. Yeah. Hmm. 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 Illuminati. Illuminati, maybe. <laughs> oh, man. What's yeah. My- TikTok might be disappearing, which, unfortunately, we have a lot, of, a lot of followers going on there and a lot of video views we've had. So, hopefully that does not happen. I, s- I will say, though, Instagram is where the heart is. Yes. I think our best fans are on Instagram, so we're, we're going to keep spilling the love in there. But, uh, you know, we made some good friends over there on TikTok, too. So, sad to see it go if it goes. Or, you know, maybe Microsoft buys it, even though they said they're not going to. <laughs> Who knows what will happen. Uh, my thought of the week is, um, hmm, I do have a thought of the week. Here it is. So my wife and I kind of did our first, we call it a vacation. And the reason is we got like, we couldn't be in our apartment because um, maintenance came in. They did some work on our tub and there's fumes everywhere. So we had to get out. So we decided to do a day trip to my old college town and also go to Lawrence, Kansas. And we didn't really do much. We just drove there, you know, talked in the car. Um, I gave her the old tour of Baldwin City, Kansas, home of Alex Karev now from <laughs> Crazy Anatomy. I love to say that. It's just so funny that Baldwin City, Kansas is where he retreated in the, in the show. Uh, but walked around the old campus, and it was weird, man. It's weird walking around such a small campus and not knowing anybody when you used to just walk, you, you knew everybody. But it was odd. But my, my actual thought of the week here is if you're getting stir-crazy – and looking for something to do, look in like within like an hour radius and think about cool towns that you could go to and just check out that you've never been to. So Lawrence, Kansas, we, were, we thought it was like 
well, my wife thought it was like way over an hour away. It was 45 minutes away. We just drove not, over there. It's not far at all. It's yeah. not far at all. So we just went. Some of my employees, they live in Lawrence, Kansas, and then they commute back. Yeah. yeah. So we think about places like that, that you can just go, maybe get some carry out, eat in the car, take in the sights, and, um, you know, have a little mini mental vacation, which is what happened. Um, we were kind of stressed from work and all the stuff that was going on in our apartment, and it was a relaxing evening to just go on a drive and come back. So don't forget to uh, check out your local places while you might be not traveling as much. Yeah, check out the small towns. Stimulate that economy in them. Yeah. Well, cool. That was cool, man. I might have to do that more often. All right. Well, I think that's the end of the show. Don't you have anything else, Coaster Bro? Go to theme parks. It's fun. But stay safe. All right. So it's the end of the show. So... I got to tell you guys, make sure you go check us out on social media. Talked about TikTok, Coaster Cuzzies. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube. We're going to have some YouTube content up from our only, well, my only park visit from 2020. And big news, my wife is running our Pinterest page. So we are on Pinterest now. Check us out, Coaster Cuzzies. She is very wise with the Pinterest. So if you are a mom listening to this show or a lady or you're planning a wedding or whatever, go check us out on the Pinterest machine. I don't know how you find us. You search Coaster Cousins. There's a lot awesome. of guys also on Pinterest too. What? Yeah, studies shown it's about 50-50 guys and girls on Pinterest. What are guys doing on Pinterest now? There's like stuff for them to check what do they out pin? I pin recipes. You're on Pinterest? Yeah. I've been on Pinterest for years. Holy cow. I don't have any on my board, though. I, I, I downloaded Pinterest uh, eight years ago and started pinning some stuff. My wife's a lot better at it. so Yeah, check us out. <laughs> go check us out. And um, also make sure you check us out on CoasterCuzzies.com. You can find all this stuff in one place, and it's very convenient. So it's easier that way. And if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review and, and yeah. leave us a review. So it's going to get more listeners out there, build the community, and let's talk some posters. Sound and good? If, and if you don't like the show, don't review us. Yeah. Go it's review least, another show. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, we had a fantastic day. And uh, stay fly, America. You know what to do.